and welcome to Figuring It Out, the podcast where we talk all things life, love, sex, and everything in between with your host, Kaylee Brain. Hello, that is I. How are you? In today's episode, we're going through some hard truths about people who just are not that into us. And because it is Valentine's Day on Sunday, we are doing a Valentine's Day hot seat edition, which I'm stoked about because there are some very juicy questions in there, which I'm kind of nervous to answer. But uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on in. Hello everyone, happy Thursday if you're listening on the day that this drops and happy any other day that you're listening. Um, How are you? How was your week? Um, I really need to stop asking this because I'm very much aware you can't answer me back. But if you wanted to (laughs) slide into my DMs and let me know, please feel free. I have had such a good week. We are finally out of lockdown here in Perth. Um, We're still wearing masks, which is very annoying, but it's fine. Like I will do what I need to do. And this week I went and got uh, two tattoos that I've been wanting to get for so long. You can go and check them out on my Instagram at creative content. I got a little crescent moon on my ankle and a single line wave on the back of my elbow. And I am so stoked with how they turned out. I'm going to um, leave the chick that I went to in the podcast notes. If you want to go and get some, if you're in Perth, I went to Artful Inc in Morley, but it's like Artful Inc Perth on Instagram. And she's just amazing. It was so quick and so easy. And she was just amazing because I got her to move it around quite a few times because I was like, I don't like it there. Can we move it? Um, So she was epic and I fucking love them. So I got the wave because I have such a deep affiliation to the ocean. I think that's the right word, affiliation. I say a lot of shit on this podcast and I'm like, is that real? Is that a real word? Anyway, I have a deep connection to the ocean. I fucking love it so much. And I've been wanting to get a wave for ages. um, And I finally was like, I'm just going to do it. And then the moon is actually for my mom. And I know she listens to this. So, hey, mom. (laughs) I, ever since we were kids, mom has always said, love you to the moon and back. And yes, I'm very well aware that I'm sure so many people have that saying and say it, but I just wanted to get it for my beautiful mom. I also have a really strong connection to the moon as well. So I kind of feel like it's a bit of a double meaning and I just love it. And that's on my ankle and it's very cute and I can't stop looking at it. I'm actually sitting in front of a mirror right now and I'm staring right at it and I'm like, oh, it is so cute. So anyway, let's move into my recommendation of the week. Number one, I have two actually. So I have a watch recommendation and that is to watch Superstore. So Superstore is on Netflix, but it's also on Binge. Oh my God. I actually have a feeling I've spoken about this in a different podcast. I just had a flashback of when I was speaking about it in a different podcast. Oh shit. Actually, wait, no, maybe it was Instagram. Fuck. (laughs) I don't know. But anyway, I'm obsessed with this show called Superstore. It's basically a show (laughs) I can't really describe. I feel like it's quite office, the office humor. Um, But it's these like characters that work at a superstore. And if you're not sure what a superstore is, it's like a Bunnings meets Woolworths meets like fucking Aldi. It's just got everything in there. Um, you can do your grocery shopping. You can get a phone plan. You can literally buy a TV. It's got fucking everything. And I used to live right next door to a superstore when I lived in Canada. Like, I'm not kidding. Those things are fucking huge. I used to do my grocery shopping there, but then you can also go and like get a phone plan. 
or you can like go and buy clothes there. It was just so bizarre. But anyway, so this is just like the best show and it's honestly so easy and sugary and just funny to watch. And I've been throwing it on at night when I'm doing stuff on my laptop and stuff like that. So I'm really enjoying that. So that's my recommendation for watching this week. And I have a recommendation <laughs> for eating. Now, I was at home the other day and I was like to my sister, do you have anything? Like, do you have any sweets? Because I'm really craving chocolate. I am such a chocolate fanatic. I don't know why I don't have it in the house 24 seven because I always crave it but anyway she was like oh I have Reese's peanut butter cups and she gave me a whole bag and I was like I don't need a whole bag um I have eaten the entire bag of Reese's peanut butter cups they are literally laced with crack and I will honestly say this about two things caramel and Reese's peanut butter cups like caramel first of all that stuff is 100% laced with crack that shit is so good and so addictive but Reese's peanut butter cups Holy moly, equally as addictive, equally as delicious. And I don't know what the fuck they're putting in those things, but they are delicious. So do yourself a favor and go and have some of those. And weird thought of the week. Okay, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't feel like I've had a weird thought of the week. So I'm going to steal one that I had at brunch a little while ago with one of my best friend's mums. Karina, if you're listening to this, um, this is for you, Del. So we were sitting there and she was sitting at brunch and she was um, using a toothpick to get something out of her tooth. And her daughter was like, mom, what are you doing? No, actually, no, sorry. She wasn't using a toothpick. She was using floss. Um, she was flossing her tooth. Like, you know, when you get something in your teeth and you're at um, a restaurant and you're like, fuck, this is so annoying. Anyway, so she was flossing her tooth um, and her daughter was like, oh my God, that looks absolutely feral. And we were all pissing ourselves. But she was like, wait, why can't I floss my tooth? Like, why is it so inappropriate for me to be flossing my teeth in public? And it was so one of those moments where I was like, actually, why is it so weird for you to be flossing your teeth? We give out toothpicks in these scenarios, but toothpicks honestly do fucking nothing. All they do is push it further back into the tooth and you're like, no. Whereas if you take floss with you in your handbag, which I normally always have floss on me because I'm like, I need to be able to get stuff out of my teeth at any given moment. But yeah, so that's my weird thought of the week. We need to normalize using floss in public because sometimes a toothpick just isn't going to pick it. Sometimes a toothpick isn't going to cut it. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the episode because once again, I've had the longest intro ever. Hey, just future Kales popping in here. I just realized that in almost every episode, I say that I have like the longest um, fucking intro ever. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait, it's actually not even long in comparison to last week's. And then even when I was recording, I was like, holy shit, I've gone so over time. And then I edit it and I'm like, wait, it's not even that long, Kaylee. Like, why am I getting so stressed? <laughs> so if you hear me say longest thing ever, it's just me getting freaked out that I've spent way too much time on one thing. But I think it's because I stop and start recording so much that by the time I finish my intro, it's been like half an hour. But really, it's only like five minutes. Um, so anyway, just had to say that really quickly. Okay, today's episode is actually going to be a bit of an adaption from one of my most read blogs, which I still make money off from this day. And it is the blog titled, He's Never Going to Commit to You. If you've read it, amazing. You're probably going to um, know exactly what I'm talking about in this episode. But 
I wanted to do an episode and break it down even further. I'm also going to leave the link to the article in the show notes so you can go and read it. But it seems to just really, really resonate with so many people because I think we've literally all been in a situation where we have dated someone for X amount of time and we're convinced that we're going to, you know, end up together and then they just never commit. And then all of a sudden, a month later, they're in fucking in a relationship with some other person or they just string you along forever and you're like, holy shit, this is never going to end. We're never going to end up together because they just, they don't want to commit. Um, and it's so frustrating. So I wanted to make this episode so we can identify when people are literally just stringing us along and we can identify when we need to realize that someone's literally just not going to commit to us. Um, so think of this as like a bit of a hard truth episode, a little bit of a one-on-one with your girlfriends where I'm just going to be like, babe, he's never going to fucking commit to you because I just wish that there was something out there like that when I was going through it. And I wish that I had just listened to what someone was telling me. But anyway, like I said, it's obviously something that resonates with a lot of people because I think we've all been in a situation where we've dated duds who just don't want to commit. So yeah, also perfect timing with Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day is happening on Sunday um, and I'm recording this on Thursday. So hopefully you guys are listening to this before Valentine's Day, but honestly, it really doesn't fucking matter. But yes, I was like perfect timing. I also wanted to make this episode because my number one mantra, I've said that in like every episode. (laughs) One of my mantras this year is we do not beg for the bare minimum in 2021. Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. We are not begging period. We're not begging at all this year, but we're definitely not begging for the fucking bare minimum. So If you are interested in this episode, which hopefully you are, I mean, you're this far in, we might as well keep going. So (laughs) holy shit, could I go on any more of a tangent when I film these fucking episodes? But anyway, let's give a little breakdown of how the episode's going to go. So I'm going to do a bit of an overview of what I'm actually talking about. We're going to talk about these guys and they're also going to talk about my personal situation because I've actually had this happen to me multiple times, but there was one in particular that I really want to talk about because it spanned over three years. And honestly, I think all of my friends are so tired of, (laughs) so tired of hearing about it. Um, and I cut it off. I literally got the courage to cut it off at like the end of last year. So I really want to talk about that as well. And then we're going to talk about the different kind of guys that do this um, or the different kind of people. This obviously can be applied to women as well. I've made some really fun names up for them. So we're going to talk about that as well. And then at the end of the episode in Kaylee's hot seat, we're actually going to be doing a Valentine's Day edition. So I'm really excited for that. But yeah, let's go ahead and jump into talking about these men and women who just will not commit to us. Let's talk about these non-committal people, (laughs) commitment phobes, if you will, people that just want to string you along and just fucking have you when they want you, but they don't actually want to commit to you. Holy shit. As someone who was in my early twenties, I think that like, yeah, I have definitely been through this so many times. And I think any other woman in her early twenties could 100% relate to this. It seems to be such a common thing in our generation as well, because obviously these days there is just so much available to us. We have Tinder where you can just swipe across on someone and be like, fucking no. And you feel like the whole of the world is at your fingertips. And like, absolutely, there is so many people out there and I definitely don't think you should settle. 
that's not what this episode is about. However, it is really frustrating when you're like dating these people and you think that it's going to be something and then it turns out that they just don't want to commit to you. And then a month fucking later, they're in a relationship with someone else and you're like, what the fuck? Where did I go wrong? But the reality is the only place that you went wrong is not paying attention to the red flags and not seeing the actions that they're so clearly showing you that they don't want to commit. I have definitely been this person. Like I have been this person time and time again, where I've wanted it to work so badly that I just completely ignore the fact that like they are giving me clear signs that they're not going to commit to me. And all this does is obviously end up in us being hurt because they have showed us time and time again that they're not going to commit to us. And yet we still feel like we're going to be the ones that make them want to commit. Sometimes people literally tell us straight up from the beginning that they're not looking for the commitment or they don't really want a relationship right now. And we still, we still walk fucking so blindly in there. We're like, okay, like you say that, but like, it's me. So... (laughs) But I think that that is the biggest problem because if someone tells us straight up from the beginning, they don't want anything, believe them because it's very rare that anyone's going to have a hidden agenda and they're, you know, actually lying and they do want a relationship. I think that if anything, more so women say that they don't want to commit because we want to be like this cool girl that's like, it's fine. I don't want to commit. But my personal experience with men is that when someone says they don't want to commit, It's not that necessarily they don't want to commit. It's more so that they don't want to commit to you because let's be, let's look at it this way. When you like someone, it's very rare that you don't want to be in a relationship with them. If you're, if you really like someone, you don't want them to be with anyone else. Therefore you want to lock them down and you want to be in a relationship with them, right? But when you're kind of like, oh, I'm just not really sure. Like, I feel like there could be something better out there. You are less likely to want to be in a relationship with them and you're more likely to be like, oh, you know, like, I don't really want to commit, (laughs) that sort of thing. So when people tell us this and we just seem to have it in our heads that we can quote unquote, you know, change their mind or they're going to, you know, want to commit later down the track. And this is one thing. I think that we hold on to words so much if they're like, I'm just not ready at the moment. We're like, okay, he said at the moment. So that means that if we, you know, stick it out for long enough, he will be ready. Um, and, Just quickly, I'm saying this all from personal experience, by the way, because this has happened to me so many times. I have been this girl so many times where someone has literally straight up said to me, I'm not looking to commit. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll see about that. (laughs) I have definitely been like to myself, I feel like I'm special enough that they will get to know me and then want to commit to me, which is just such bullshit because yes, we are all very special. And yes, we deserve to have someone who thinks that of us. But I think the misconception is that we're never going to be special enough to make someone change because someone can only change if they want to change. So moral of this little story, I feel like I've gone on a bit of a tangent. If someone says that they don't want a relationship, fucking please believe them. Please believe them. And if you genuinely want a relationship, just be like, okay, cool. Thank you for letting me know, but I'm going to peacefully tap the fuck out because it's only going to end in hurt. And I'm talking from personal experience here. If someone tells you they don't want to commit or they don't want a relationship or anything of the sort, believe them. They are not lying. They're probably not lying. And if they do change their mind, great. Exception to the rule. There is always exceptions to the rule, but we do not play by the exceptions. We play by the rules, which might sound, you know, counterintuitive because everyone's like, don't play by the rules. Oh my God, I keep fucking banging my mic. I'm so sorry. 
So number one, if someone tells you that they don't want to commit, believe them. Goodbye. 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 Okay. Wow. That was like a little bit of a tangent, but I felt like I had to get that off my chest. Um, And also, if you've never been in this situation yourself, I feel like you could probably still relate because you've most likely had a friend who has been in this situation. This is actually really hard because listening to your friends talk about someone who you know is not interested in them or talking to someone, talking to one of your friends and they're like, you know, fucking around with this guy and you're like, ooh, they are just not, they're just not interested. Like I can tell that they're just going to drop you in like a month or so or they're just using you and it's like the hardest thing ever because they're your friend and you don't want to be that asshole that's like, babe, they don't care because honestly that's just never the way to go about it and at the end of the day, everyone has their own lessons to learn but it's really frustrating to sit back and listen to. And I fucking know that I've been this friend where my friends have been listening, being like, oh my God, this guy does not care about you, Kaylee. Like literally get over it. But sometimes when we're in it, it's really hard to see beyond what is happening. So like when you have feelings, it makes it really hard to see clear red flags in front of us that are telling us (laughs) this person is not going to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever. And one thing that we seem to do so much is make excuses. Like if you're finding yourself making excuses for someone very early on as well, absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Just like, I wish there was just this little fairy that came around every time you made an excuse for someone and they were like, oh, no, we don't do that because someone who genuinely would like to spend time with you and someone who genuinely enjoys your company and wants to reply to your messages and actually likes you won't need excuses made for them because they will not be doing actions that require excuses, if that makes any sense at all. So yeah, one thing, oh my God, this fucking fly, get out. <laughs> it keeps getting on my leg and I'm like, get off. Um, But also sometimes it's not that obvious. Sometimes people don't tell you that they don't want to commit and they still kind of like string you along and you feel like it's going to be something because they haven't outwardly told you that they don't want to commit or they don't want a relationship and whatever. And I think that's even worse because first of all, it's just like really confusing when you've got feelings for someone and someone is telling you things, but it's not like really adding up because they're not actually doing things. I feel like I'm just talking shit at this point. You're like, what is she saying? Like this, this sentence is grammatically correct, but it's wordy and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so how I'm feeling like I'm talking in this whole episode. Anyway. Um, yeah. Like I said, some people aren't going to openly tell you they don't want to commit because they don't want to I don't know, they want you to be under the impression that they're going to, or sometimes people just don't even know what they want. And then it turns out that they don't want it, but they have actually been giving you signs the entire time that they don't want to commit. And a good example of this is if, when you start making excuses, if you start making excuses for someone, I feel like that's a really good telltale sign that something is not right because you shouldn't have to be making excuses for someone. If someone is not texting you back, and is leaving you on scene for like days and then just randomly fucking messages you every so often and it's giving you anxiety and you're like, I just don't really know where we stand. Bye. Like you shouldn't be, you should not have to be in that situation. You honestly deserve to know where you stand in a relationship. It's a two fucking way street. It should never be someone making all the decisions and all the calls on like when you get to communicate. Absolutely not, Dal. Absolutely not. Like it should be a mutual connection. It should be a mutual thing where you both are equally communicating and equally making plans and you feel like you can message them and be like, let's hang out and not be like, oh, I've got to wait for them to message 
judge me. Like, I don't want to think that I'm too eager or, you know, like, oh, it's fine. Like, you know, he's, he's busy. Um, he's a bad tech star. Duh! No, if you're making excuses, just ask yourself why you have to make this excuse for that person, because good people shouldn't need you to make excuses for them. But anyway, let's go into my example of this happening because I think that hearing my example will be like, oh, yes, okay. So I'm going to give you the very short version because this could be a very long story. Um, basically, I met this guy when I was maybe 15 through my brother-in-law, met in passing, um, don't even think that, I didn't think at the time that he'd even noticed me. And then I remember finding him on Facebook that night and being like, oh, he's stunning. Like, what a stunning guy. I never added him. Um, he was way too old for me at that point. I was like 15. He would have been like 19. So far too old for 15-year-old Kaylee. But anyway, when I was 19, I actually found him on Tinder. We connected, we got drinks, and it actually turned out to be really good. And we figured out that we had all these like family friends. So he actually grew up in the same town that I did, but he got there right after I left. And he was actually roommates with someone that I was childhood friends with. So we both grew up in a very small town up north and it was just really weird how our lives were so connected and yet we had never really met except for that one time when I was 15. Um, and we did laugh about that night because he did remember me, which was so bizarre because I was like, how do you remember me? <laughs> how? Um, anyway, so I met him on the Friday night. And then on the Sunday, I actually met someone else at the pub who was this beautiful cop um, who really pursued me. And at that point, I didn't know that I was allowed to date more than one person because just a quick side note, you're allowed to date more than one person if you guys have not had the exclusivity chat. If you have not said to someone, I would like to not see anyone else, you can literally date whoever you want. But anyway, at this point, I thought I only had to date one person. So I kind of fobbed this guy off. I'm going to call him Peter for the sake of the story. I kind of fobbed Peter off to the side and he kind of stuck around um, while I dated this other guy, but I just wasn't giving him anything because I was fully invested in this other guy. Anyway, so this didn't work out with this cop. By this point, I was actually going to Europe. So I had a one-way ticket to London, which I was so excited about and which meant that I really couldn't commit to anyone because I was literally going across the world for an unknown amount of time and I had no fucking desire to be in a relationship with a fucking anyone. But anyway, so Peter actually reached out to me before I left and asked if we could get drinks and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go. What have I got to lose? Turns out I had lots to lose. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get to that. Went for drinks and no, I think we went to the movies actually and we ended up talking the whole time and I remember thinking why did we choose the movies when we have clearly have so much to talk about? Fast forward, I go to Europe and he actually spoke to me the entire time I was in Europe until I met my boyfriend. So I ended up meeting a guy in London who was Canadian and I ended up living in Canada with him for quite a while. So I was just completely windswept. I was so in love with my boyfriend at that point and Peter just was not even a second thought to me. Like I just completely ignored him and he absolutely got the picture obviously saw photos of my relationship and just kind of politely didn't message me, which is great. And then I ended up moving back to Australia and I was still with my boyfriend at the time and Peter reached out to me. I completely ignored his messages. I think I was just like, hey, like, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. The trip was great. And I left it at that because I was in a relationship. And once again, I honestly had eyes for no one else. I was completely 
completely in love with my boyfriend. Anyway, we ended up breaking up and it was fucking awful. I did not cope well. Um, I'll do another podcast on that because that is a fucking epic story. And I would love to tell you guys about that whole thing. Um, but we'll get to that. Anyway, so he reached out to me and was like, no, 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 no. He didn't reach out to me. No, I reached out to him. So A few weeks after I had gone through my breakup, I was really, really low and people were telling me like, you know, you got to get under someone to get over someone and like, which first of all, I think is such bullshit. It just made it worse. But anyway, I reached out to him and I was like, do you want to get drinks? Um, I would love to see you. And of course he was like, absolutely. I would love to see you, Kaylee. So we caught up and we got dinner and we had drinks and it actually was really nice. We got along really well and I had decided that night that I was going to sleep with him. I was like, you know what? I can't, this can't be a relationship because I'm in no state to have a relationship. Like I was grieving so hard my relationship and I just wanted to hook up. I just wanted something to take my mind off it. Fast forward, um, I ended up saying, you know, you should come inside and he did. And we obviously slept together that night. And then I saw him one more time um, and we slept together again. But the ironic part of this is that he was actually going to Canada. So he was going to Canada in a few weeks. So it was kind of like on both ends. It couldn't have been anything um, because I was just out of a relationship. I was devastated. I remember talking about my boyfriend the entire time we were on this fucking like whatever you want to call it, a date, um, which obviously was not very nice. But at the time I was just so befuddled by everything that had happened. Long story short, um, he went to Canada. We ended up speaking most of the time that he was in Canada and I actually went to Europe as well. So I went to Europe a second time. I went to Greece and Paris and all of that. And we both spoke the entire time that we were away. I remember just messaging him like every single day while I was away. And I just remember him saying some really annoying things though about me while I was away. And I remember feeling like you wouldn't say that to someone that you liked, but at the same time, I still was kind of like, maybe it's meant to be with him um, because, you know, he's still stuck around, even though I was fully in a different relationship and Anyway, so while I was in Europe, I kind of had conjured up this whole thing of like, maybe we're meant to be, we'll hang out when we get back to Australia and we'll just see how it goes. So I got back to Australia. I was completely over my relationship. At this point, it had been a good year since we had broken up. So I was, you know, well and truly um, on my way to getting over my relationship. And I had definitely formed some kind of feelings for this guy, for Peter, um, because we had been talking you know, every day at this point I had known him for like a good two years. So it was like, it's not like it was a stranger that I had just developed feelings for. So we spoke the entire time that he was in Canada. He ended up coming back a few months after I got back. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, we're definitely going to hang out. We're going to hang out and we'll see how it goes. Basically he dodged every attempt of me wanting to hang out. Although he still continued to talk to me every fucking day. And I'm not kidding. Like it was like we were both addicted to talking to each other because we just never fucking left each other alone. But then when he was home, I was like, do you want to catch up? And there was always an excuse. There was always an excuse why he couldn't see me. And then I remember him even joking about the fact that I lived so far from him, which is such bullshit because I lived like 20 minutes from his house. But yet it was like, you just live like so far away from me. Ah. But anyway, (laughs) 
I definitely should have realized that these were all such obvious signs that he was not interested in me, you know, relationship wise for whatever reason. But then I started to convince myself that it was because that I had slept with him. And I was like, great. He probably thinks that I'm like, you know, just this easy person that like, you know, maybe I just gave it up so easy. And now he's like, doesn't want me because I'm fucking tarnished, which, oh, disgusting. It's such bullshit. If anyone thinks that they are not worth your time. Absolutely not. See you later. But at the time, I fully thought that I just, yeah, like I had done something that upset him. I felt so worthless because I was like, this guy truly does not want to hang out with me, but he still wants to talk to me every day. It ended up becoming just really confusing. And I actually confronted him about it. And I just said like, hey, um, I've noticed that, you know, you talk to me every day, but you don't want to hang out. I just want to know if that is going to change. And then he obviously came back with, oh, like, you know, I'm just not really looking for anything right now. I'm sorry if I gave you the wrong impression. And I was like, that's totally fine. Um, but I'm just gonna you know take a break because it's confusing to me that we speak every day and yet you know like you don't want to hang out it's really bizarre anyway so of course he's like oh okay like no worries um so we stopped talking for maybe like a couple weeks and then of course he fucking pops back up and starts talking to me again and I'm like holy shit at this point I was like maybe it is meant to be maybe he's realized that he does want to hang out with me oh god it was so stupid but anyway Long story short, again, keeps dodging me wanting to hang out. So I'm like, at this point, I'm like, you need to fucking take yourself and put yourself in the bin because I cannot be bothered anymore. So once again, I confront him and I'm like, look, mate, (laughs) if you don't want to hang out with me, if you don't want to see if there's something between us, I don't know what we're doing here because clearly we're not friends because friends would actually fucking catch up. Um, And clearly you don't want anything romantic because again, you'd want to catch up with me. It was really fucking bizarre. And I still in my head was like, maybe he does like me. Maybe he does want to hang out. No, he didn't. He was like giving me such fucking obvious signs that he was not interested. But anyway... I ended up having to block him on Snapchat and telling him that I was deleting the app because every time I asked him to stop contacting me, he was contacting me. And I was like, oh, this is just not helping me. I'm trying to like move on from this. Goodbye. Anyway, so I blocked him and we ended up, I ended up dating someone else for a little while. It didn't work out, but that's besides the point. Um, And then a few months later, guess who's in my inbox? Oh, it's Peter. Hey, Kaylee, how are you? How's life? What's going on? Anyway, so I remember talking to him and I, at this point, he had messaged me like every couple of months and I was just like, like fucking clockwork. Here we go. Oh, it's him again. Just wants to see what's going on in my life. Just wants to keep tabs on me. But this guy, I forgot to mention, also had a really fucking bad habit of making every one of our conversations sexual. And it used to really annoy me because I was like, can you not get over that fucking one time that we had sex? Like, honestly, at this point, nearly two years ago, like, get over it, hun. I don't know what you want me to do. So anyway, I ended up having a bit of a go at him. And I was like, look, if you can't hold a conversation and not make it into this, um, I just don't know why you're talking to me. And then, of course, he turned around and was like, oh, you know, like, um, you know, I think you've just misconstrued what I was saying. I was honestly just bored. And I was like, oh, thank you. Case in point, that's what I was looking for. You were bored and I was an easy target because I was like, you know, obviously wanting to see if there was something between us. And yeah, long story short, this spanned over like three years. I had been in relationships during this time and he still stuck around. And for some reason, I thought that that meant something, which now I'm like, it meant nothing. Literally, I was deriving meaning from things that had literally 
no meaning. He would send me a meme and I'd be like, oh my God, like he knows my humor. He is definitely trying to tell me something. And I'm like, no, he wasn't. He was just sending me a fucking meme. Anyway, that was a fucking really long ass story. And that was the short version. But basically in that time, there was so, so many red flags. He was telling me from the fucking start that he wanted nothing. But I had convinced myself that he was allowed to do that to me because I you know, fobbed him off that first time that we met because I met someone else. And I had told myself and I was telling all my friends, like, you know, it's okay because I kind of ignored him when I met that other guy and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And like, you know, he still reached out when I was in my relationship. And because I was with someone, I said, no, basically I had made all these excuses for him that just did not need to be made. And yeah, it ended up just me being very exhausted and very confused. And then as soon as I cut it off, the fucking relief. Can I tell you the relief? I have not spoken to this guy in God knows how long. And it's so crazy when you actually step back and you go, wait a second. I don't even think I even liked him. I think it was just more the idea that he didn't want me that was making me want him even more because he was not giving me the validation of wanting me. And that was driving me insane and it just drove me to fucking insanity. So I had to cut it off and I'm so glad I did because now I look at it and I'm like, oh, he was such an average guy. Not to be awful because it's not, I'm not saying like looks wise. I'm just saying that like at the end of the day, a lot of the time when we, you know, are making excuses for these people, they're just average people. They're nothing special. And we're like, no, they, they're, they're the perfect person for me. And it's like, bullshit. No, they're fucking not. Because if they were the perfect person for you, you would not have to make all these excuses for them and they would actually want to commit to you. But this is not the only time this has happened to me. This has happened to me so many times. And it's definitely this, I just feel like that was a good example because it definitely wasn't as obvious to me until I look in hindsight and I'm like, wow, they were standing right in front of me. It was so obvious. I'm pretty sure all my friends were like, towards the end, I actually remember one friend saying to me like, Kaylee, get the fuck over it. He clearly does not care about you. And I was like, what? What do you mean? Like, yes, he does. Like, oh. no, he did not at all. Like, it was just so stupid. Um, And yeah, I just remember feeling so shit. And now I'm like, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. I will never, ever do that ever again. And like I said, now I look back on it. I'm like, I don't even think I even liked him. It was just the fact that he was not giving me that validation. And the fact that he didn't want me made me want him even more. So I think that's another common thing as well. We definitely tend to do that. If someone is not giving us what we want or they're like keeping us at arm's length, it only makes us want it more. We're like, wait, you don't want me? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm going to make you want me. But sometimes we just have to wake up, read the signs and tell ourselves the hard truth that they're just not that into us. And that is okay because... Not everyone is meant for us. And that's the best part about this world is that there are so many people out there that are meant for us, but there is equally as many who, if not more, <laughs> there's so many people that are not our people. And that is a blessing. If someone is telling you they don't want to commit to you or doesn't want to commit to you, take that and run with it and be like, thank you for letting me know, or thank you for showing me that you're not going to commit to me because I'm going to go and find someone who actually sees me for what I'm worth can meet my needs for one. And actually, while I'm talking about meeting your needs, this is actually something that 
you know, if someone is not wanting to commit to you, they're not going to be able to give you a happy and fulfilling relationship because they're not the right person for you. And when someone doesn't want to commit to you, it's actually a fucking blessing in disguise because they are not your person. No matter how much you convince yourself that like they're the perfect person, they're fucking not. And I can absolutely promise you that they are not the perfect person for you. Go and find someone who actually wants to be with you and who actually sees you for what you are worth. But holy moly, I literally feel like I've been on a million tangents during this episode. Should might as well call this the fucking tangent podcast because that's all I seem to do. But before we jump into Kaylee's hot seat, I really want to talk about the few different types of people who are often the culprits of not committing and the people that like drag you along and all that sort of stuff. So I made up a few fun names. We're just going to really quickly run through them. And if you ever come across these kind of people, run (laughs) because they're not for you. So the first one is the most obvious. It's the booty call. Um, Do not ever misconstrue the booty call for anything other than what it is. These are the kind of guys that only, or girls, sorry, the only people that, you know, message you to hang out on weekends, exclusively on weekends. It might happen during the week, but you'll know because it'll just be for sex. You are always going to their house. You like never really go out for um, go out. And if you are going out, you're probably going out for food because let's be honest, we all need a little bit of a feed every now and again. But you're always hooking up. It's never really like anything beyond that. You're always going to, to their house, obviously, to sleep with them. And you know that that's what's going to happen because, you know, if they only reach out on the weekends or whatever. And that's always what happens between you guys. And you don't really hear from them any other time. They might briefly be in your inbox, but that's really about it. And they only really reach out when they want something from you, which is most likely sex. Let's be honest. Moving on, we have the breadcrumber slash shoestring, (laughs) which I've made up myself. I actually love that. So the shoestringer strings you along just enough to keep you interested by sending, you know, like flirty texts and stuff like that. Hello, Peter from my story. He was definitely a shoestring. Only sees you on their terms, if at all. Will absolutely bang you whether or not you do or not. Kind of depends on whether or not they want to hang out. Um, does nothing for you. Like does not, has no intention of doing anything for you except for sending you flirty messages. So they kind of just like pop in and out and keep you enough interested so that they still have that control over you, but they don't actually want to commit to you. Obviously that goes without saying these are all people that don't want to commit to you. Um, so if you are one of the, if you're involved with someone like this, fucking run because they are the worst because they have absolutely no intention. They just like the control over you. Um, and I'm probably going to do a whole other episode just on the breadcrumbing people because they are the fucking worst. Um, and then we have the floater. Okay. So this is definitely Peter as well. who's kind of like a hybrid, but the floater makes you think kind of like right person, wrong time, because the timing is kind of like always off between you guys, but they still try, like they still like to keep tabs on your life. They still keep it really flirty. So you're kind of like, oh, there's still something there, but where we just, you know, the timing seems to always be off. And then that's your excuse. Cause you're like, the timing's just not right. Like right person, wrong time, bullshit. They just like to keep tabs on you and they have no, you know, you might just, you know what it is. A lot of the time I find with floaters is that you just keep them entertained while they're looking for someone else. So absolutely fucking see you later. Snip, snip, bye. (laughs) 
And then lastly, we have the non-committed boyfriend, the situationship, if you will. Again, I'm going to do a whole episode on this because I feel like this is actually what I wanted to speak about in this episode, but I've kind of run out of time and I feel like this episode has just been a fucking absolute jumble of so many different things. But the non-committed boyfriend, aka the situationship, does everything a boyfriend would do. So you're like very relationshipy, but they refuse labels. They dodge the what are we question, like fucking no tomorrow. You are kind of like unsure where you stand. You're like, I don't really know. Like we're hanging out a lot. We do everything very relationshipy, but I wouldn't call him my boyfriend and he definitely would not call me his girlfriend. But like every time I try and steer the conversation that way, completely changes the subject. Yeah. So basically you're in a relationship without the fucking label of being in a relationship. And it's honestly just a ploy to, again, keep you there until they find something better. And then they have, you know, they don't have the whole like breakup because they're like, oh, we, you know, we never like to find it. So I'm allowed to just go and fucking be with someone else. Bye. Which is such bullshit, but it definitely happens. And I will do an episode on that. Let me know if you'd be interested in that. Although I'm probably gonna do it anyway, let's be honest. But yeah, that wraps up this part of the episode. This has gone for so <laughs> so, so long. I'm not even sure if this really made sense. Hopefully it was just felt like a bit of a conversation with one of your girlfriends where I'm telling you to wake up and realize that they're just not that into you. If you resonated with any part of this episode, I highly recommend just maybe talking about it really honestly and openly with one of your friends and get their perspective on it. Because a lot of the time our friends who are not in it romantically can actually see from the outside way better fresh eyes if it is if you are you know with someone who does not want to commit to you so anywho I hope you guys got something out of this episode and let's go into Kaylee's hot seat Valentine's Day edition I'm so excited for this. This is something new for me. So normally the hot seat, you guys send me in questions that you want advice on and I give my best to give you advice. But I wanted to do a Valentine's Day edition where you guys could send me in literally any questions and I'm just going to answer them. And you guys sent me in some really good questions actually. So I'm going to fire answer all of these because I've honestly run out of time in this episode. I've been talking for so long. So let's go ahead and answer some of the questions that you sent me. Okay, number one question is, what are my thoughts on Valentine's Day? Okay, I really don't care for it, to be honest, and probably because I'm single, but I think I would absolutely die if someone took me to dinner on Valentine's Day. I think it is so cringe. I actually do love the idea of celebrating love. I love love so much. Um, I definitely would not expect a present. I don't think it's like a gift-giving holiday. I think that it's very commercialized in that aspect. Like we're like, yeah, you have to get your girlfriend like a necklace. Please don't, please do not get me a necklace. I'd be so happy with a bunch of flowers and just like spending it on the couch, um, watching movies and having like, I don't know, fucking pizza or something like that. I have nothing against Valentine's day, but yeah, I just feel like it's very commercialized and I would honestly get the ick so badly if someone took me to dinner. I just hate the idea of all these couples sitting at a restaurant on Valentine's Day. It makes me feel sick. I don't know why. Yeah, I'd be happy to just be like recognized on that day and be like, it's so nice that we love each other and let's just, you know, have dinner at home. So that's how I feel about it. Nothing really crazy. I'm not cynical about it whatsoever, um, but I do think it's a little bit cringe. (laughs) 
Am I contradicting myself? Probably. Second question, what's my worst Valentine's Day experience? This is actually so funny. It was when I was like 14. I was dating this guy and it was all very innocent and he was staying over like the first time he had ever stayed at my house. I had never really had a sleepover with a boy before. Actually, I'm pretty sure he was the first person. Anyway, he came over and I remember being really stressed about buying him something because I wasn't sure if I should get him something and all of the cards said I love you and I obviously did not want to tell him I loved him so I found the only card that said I like you a lot <laughs> which first of all is so fucking awkward I just shouldn't have gotten him a card um he got me flat um no he got me chocolate he came over and I remember we had a little bit of a fight about something on tv and he literally got his mum to pick him up and he lied and was like oh my dad's come home from work like we have to go pick him up from the airport and I was like random it's like nine o'clock at night but whatever and I never saw him again so I don't know what I don't even remember what the fight was about I'm pretty sure it was like he wanted to watch something and I didn't want to watch it and yeah little 14 year old Kaylee was like well bye and never spoke to him again so definitely worst Valentine's Day experience and to be honest I don't think I've ever had um a Valentine literally ever because I don't really care for it unless I'm in a relationship and then we just have dinner at home so um yeah that would be my worst Valentine's Day experience and next question biggest sexy time bucket list thing I want to do Ooh, very interesting question um family please kick off click off the episode now <laughs> I actually have a really long bucket list of things that I want to do um, in terms of sexy time, but I would say my number one thing that's coming to mind right now is something I don't want to say on the podcast, which is annoying because I know I have a sex podcast, but I just really don't want to say it on here. I'm going to keep a PG and just say somewhere, like do it somewhere really risky and opened. Like I've done it in public, but not super risky. Um, so yeah, let's just say I would oh, actually, you know what I really want to do? This is sounds so stupid. This fucking fly is back. Hello. Um, is actually roadhead. I don't know what it is about it. I find it so sexy and I actually think it'd be really hard to do because like there's a fucking steering wheel right there. But yeah, I've always said that when I actually get into my next relationship, like they're going to be the luckiest person ever because I have so many things I want to try, but I refuse to try it with strangers. So, <laughs> um, there's a little tidbit. Next person I end up with is going to have the fucking time of their life, but I really don't want to disclose my number one bucket list thing on here, but let's just say for the sake of the podcast, um, would love to try Roadhead. So yeah, there we go. And another person asked me if I wanted to be their Valentine. Lol. Sorry. No, <laughs> I don't want to be anyone's Valentine's this year. I'm my own Valentine's this year. Actually, my vibrator is my Valentine this year. So sorry. Very kind, very flattered that you asked me, but, um, no, it's actually funny. Cause they were like, if, Amanda will allow it and Amanda is my best friend so um, I'm gonna say that you don't need my best friend's permission but definitely not sorry absolutely not and the last one one of my friends wrote in was like yeah where is she and has she made reservations we love to talk as if we are manifesting stuff so yes she has made reservations and dinner's at six so be there or be square and yeah that's all the questions that I have as of right now if more questions come through while I'm editing this I'm going to jump in as future Kaylee and I will definitely answer them because 
these actually made me crack up. And there was one question that I'm just not going to answer on the podcast, but thank you so much for sending them in. And yeah, holy fuck, this has been probably the longest episode that I've done thus far. But if you would like to send in a question for the hot seat, you can do so via kayleenlife.com under the podcast tab and it'll go back to normal next week and we'll be doing normal hot seat scenarios. So yeah. That wraps up the podcast. Thank you so, so much for being here today. I hope you guys all have a lovely Valentine's Day, whether you're spending it alone, whether you are with someone, whether you believe in it, you don't believe in it. I'm literally going to be doing nothing special at all. It's a fucking Sunday. I'll be spending it with my friends probably. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear what you have to say. Come and chat with me on Instagram at creative content with true underscores or figuring it out potty as well. P O D D Y come and join the Facebook group. Have a chat in there is also figuring it out on Facebook. Um, I will be going through and letting everyone in. I actually realized that people were trying to get in and I had no idea that I had to approve people. So I'm so sorry if you're waiting to get approved. Um, I'm going to be way more on top of it from here on out and yeah if you would like to support my tiny podcast you can do so by subscribing if you're on apple Podcasts, leaving me a five-star review um or you can also follow me on on spotify (laughs) holy shit i'm just at this point i'm delirious my stomach is rumbling i'm so hungry and i think i need another coffee so (laughs) this is where i leave you take care i will see you all next week stay kind Stay groovy and I will see you then. Bye.